And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Welcome to it. You know, get ready to hear the term contact tracing more and more and more over the next couple of months, for sure. Uh, We heard the story of New York needing to hire an army of tracers. Uh, They're going to hire up to 17,000 contact tracers as part of a statewide effort to combat the coronavirus. And that's, you know, by tracking down people who have gone near those infected by COVID-19. Cuomo said at his press conference that the state needs at least 30 tracers for every 100,000 people so that they can follow the path of those infected and determine whether their contacts should be isolated. Isn't that special? Isn't that special to do that? You know, what needs to happen is that just needs to happen with our smartphones. Oh my gosh, Apple and Google are developing a smartphone platform that is going to try and track the spread of the coronavirus at, uh, you know, at scale. Now, some would say, well, you know, we want to try to preserve privacy. Stop it. It's an opt-in right now. It's an opt-in, so you're already saying it's okay. Now, they're going to use the proximity capabilities built into Bluetooth to track the physical contacts of participating phone users. So if a user later tests positive for COVID-19, the disease, you know, coronavirus, that user can then choose to enter the result into the health department approved app. The app then will contact all other participating phone users who have recently come within six feet of that person. Wow. It's, you know what it's called? Contact tracing. It's, you're going to be hearing it everywhere. Um, it's amazing. Now they talk about, uh, it poses a, in this story, it talks about, it poses a serious threat to individual privacy. What? Since it, uh, you know, just opens the door to those central databases that track the movements and social interactions. Now they say Apple and Google are developing, uh, uses as a innovative cryptographic scheme that aims to allow the contact tracing to work at scale without posing a risk to the privacy of those who opt in to the system. Right. Okay. So it's an opt-in now. It's not an opt-in later. You know what we need? You know what we need? What would be easier instead of having to worry about the whole phone thing and everything? Why don't you just why don't you just get a health chip? Well, a, a contact tracing chip, uh, the CTC, the contact tracing chip, and then that way, when someone who you've come in come within six feet of has coronavirus or any other health issue, or committed any other crime, or done anything that we deem negative, you'll be alerted, and you'll know about it. But it, it won't, don't worry, it's not anything to do with privacy. It just will be for your safety and security. Don't worry about privacy. Look, you, you already opted in originally, and now we don't, we don't even care about you opting in. We're just going to do it. 
It's all for your safety. Hey, this is Chewing the Fat, Fat Pile Friday. Welcome to it. When did, uh, when did, I got to make sure I word this right now. When did being gay stop being Okay, so it used to be a long time ago, a hundred years ago when I was, uh, if you were gay, you were happy about being gay. And one of the benefits was not having kids. And one of the benefits of being gay was that you didn't have to have kids. And you were, you looked upon those heterosexual people that had families as icky. And, you know, I love, I love your kids. And sure, I love my nieces and nephews, but they're icky and they're dirty and I just don't want to be around them. And thankfully I'm gay and I don't ever have to worry about that. Well, that's not true anymore. Uh, they, and I say they, and I, and I don't mean they in a negative way, but, uh, those that are gay, uh, seem to want that heterosexual lifestyle. So many of them are having children. Uh, okay. I mean, congratulations, I guess. Good for you. And I, I just was thinking about this this morning because I saw where Anderson Cooper uh, just announced the birth of his son. And I thought, wait, Anderson Cooper had a kid? But apparently he and hubby uh, got a surrogate and... That surrogate, and I don't know if the surrogate used donations from both Anderson and Hubby or just Anderson. I'll make a guess that it was just Anderson, but I don't know that. Uh, so the surrogate carried the baby uh, term and had a beautiful baby boy, seven pounds, two ounces. Uh, Wyatt Morgan Cooper. I'm a fan of the name Wyatt. I love that. In fact, that's one of the middle names of my, my middle son, Maximus. I love, I love the name Wyatt, but it just got me thinking that I thought it used to be the cool thing not to have kids because you were gay. That was a, that was a, that was part of the benefit. And I guess it's not a benefit anymore. I don't understand it. It just, it just, just don't understand it. So I'm looking through uh, a story the other day that talked about uh, uh, things that are disappearing now, like, you know, jobs and businesses. No, it wasn't about that. But it was about some businesses and some things that are, you know, that used to be big and that are just disappearing. And, uh, and I went down the list. One of the things that they talked about that would be disappearing soon would be, uh, you know, touchscreens because of, uh, you know, coronavirus uh, really brought to light that uh, we don't need to be touching those nasty, dirty things all the time, which we had talked about prior to coronavirus anyway. And so now, once again, we're going to be using our phones and apps for whatever businesses that you're just going to order that way. So it's your, you, get, you get your own germs, mostly on your phones. They're still dirty and nasty, but you, they're not as bad as public touchscreens. And then it went, started going down uh, a list of a bunch of other things that I thought, well, oh, it's kind of, 
you know, like they talk about blackouts going away. And that's simply, I mean, that's, and they, they are saying that because people are going to have more uh, integrated power systems with their solar in their house, thanks to Elon and some other companies. And they also have some smarter power service grids around the country. They're all, they've all been interlocked anyway. So and they're all borrowing, borrowing, buying and selling power to each other as needed across the country. And so blackouts are going away. I didn't really ever think it was an issue in today's world. I mean, it, you have a big storm and it shuts down an area. That's not, you know, okay. That's still, they get it back up pretty fast. But I guess that's what you're trying to solve, right? You have a big storm and you have, uh, like, uh, you have your solar your solar banks in the house. Well, you have that, Chris, right? I mean, you have the, the solar power, so you don't even ever, ever think about blackouts, even with the storm coming through. You have yeah. the power back and up. That's a cool thing. How long does that last, though? Uh, well, it depends how I set it up. Like right now, I have 25% of the battery is reserved for if there's a blackout. Okay. okay. So like my batteries hold, I believe it was 15 kilowatts per okay, battery. Okay, well, whatever. You, you know, if you, so they're never at 100%? No, because I use it during the day. So it goes, okay. I, I can set it up where I'm only using solar. But then, you know, since we haven't had a full day of sunny side uh, sunlight, so I just use a, a hybrid version, which is I primary comes from solar. But if it doesn't meet what the house is holding, then it gets it from the battery. But usually right. at night, I end up having 50 percent of the battery left over by the time daytime comes. So okay. unless it's like a really cold day then you know i have to turn on the heater for a couple of minutes for the wife to thaw out and then uh yeah you know we, uh, we got on that but you know i love the tesla because the tesla out of my, if if this is storm like there was and no, i want to put the disclaimer mr stockholder mr shareholder so go ahead finish your story Ugh. um when that storm came by a couple of days ago the automated uh tesla app said there's a storm coming we're going to use everything on the on the battery. It's going to reserve just in case we lose power. So it automatically thought... So they decided for you. Yeah. Yeah, because they have a new feature called Stormwatch, and it's connected to the weather channel. And then it, they all communicate, oh, there's a storm coming to, you know, right, the area. They need the power just in case. But... So far, and the thing about it too, when there's a blackout, I won't notice. So I check in on the app or the blackout area to see if there's been a blackout because you you, you can't. All right, even so tell. if there's a blackout, if there's a storm and you lose power, all right, and the neighborhood loses power, and you know you obviously have your lights on and your neighbors come and storm your house because you're the only one with lights on and power. Um, don't worry about that ever happening. But uh, how long does it last? Though is what I'm saying. So you have a blackout. Uh huh. And the you know, storm comes through, and all the power lines are down, and your neighbors are banging at your door saying, "Let us in! Your freezer's still got cold food in it." Um, how long does that last before that runs out? Depends on where I'm at. You know, it could be a full day. 
if I go bare minimum where I'm like, okay, we're lost power and all I wanted to run is the fridge and nothing else, I could last, according to the numbers, I could last up to three days on just that. That's not bad. And you also got to remember is, you know, there's always sunlight. So when the sun comes out, I'm still, It'll still, continue, it'll still to charge. continue to charge. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's good. That's good. Have you made your money back yet? No, not yet. Not yet. But uh, I, I'm loving Another 20 those. 20 years? Uh, yes, 20 years. Yes. <laughs> but I do love that my power bill is like 15 to 20 bucks. Yeah, that's nice. And then, you know, the rest of it, of course, goes to, you know, Tesla because I'm paying, you know, a little bit. You know, I couldn't pay fully for the system. So, you know, I have a little bit of loan there. But it's way less than what I was paying before. And I'm using everything that you're supposed to use, like AC, heater, taking showers, doing laundry. Still, uh, I mean, that's great. I mean, that's exactly what you want it to be for. One of the other things that uh, they mentioned uh, disappearing, well, a couple more things, actually. They go down a huge long list, which I'm not going to get in every list because it's like, yeah, I got to dial up internet. Yeah, yeah. Is dial-up internet still a thing? I guess so. Somewhere in the middle of, you know, New Mexico or Arizona, or uh, you know, you're in, you're up in the Dakotas all by yourself. Maybe I guess I, you know, in the in the urban areas, um, I'm pretty sure dial-up internet is not happening. Uh, and they talk about your privacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clutch and pedal of cars. That's definitely going away. I mean, I don't even think they make clutch and pedal cars. I think Ford just said they're going to stop making their last trucks that were uh, that were clutch and pedal. And there's plenty of semis now that for our trucker friends, I believe that uh, they've dumbed those down so that they can get, uh, you know, it's faster for people to learn how to drive them. Uh, incredible, right? I mean, that's... I. I think that's more of a, a theft deterrent in today's world. You have a clutch and pedal car, they're not stealing it. Nobody knows how to drive it. Uh, I, I personally love them. I wish, uh, you know, I love them to the point of, do I want to have a clutch and pedal every day anymore? Hey, no, I guess not, but it wouldn't bother me. I mean, I, I it's not different. They're not difficult to drive. And I've driven both where the stick was on the steering column and where the stick is, you know, in the center, in the center column. And they're just, they're not that difficult to drive. I don't know what is so difficult about them. And they talk about parking meters going away. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe they're going away. The cities still love them. That's a, that's definitely a cash incentive for cities. So good luck those going away. But they also talk about the corner mailbox. And we've talked about that before a lot. You know, I mean, you go by the postal buildings that uh, are some of the larger centers and their back lot is full of those blue postal boxes. And I don't know that, I guess there's still some around. Uh, although I can't remember the last time I actually saw one that is being used and the post office is in trouble anyway, right? I mean, Trump does not like it. I, and I can't figure out why. It's just, you know, he, I think he just thinks it's old and antiquated, which, you know, it kind of is, I guess. But I know that, sadly, I mean, we have people like, uh, 
Senator Elizabeth Gillibrand, you remember her from the uh, running for president of the United States, uh, Democratic Party. And a lot of things that she uh, believes in, I, uh, I don't really uh, agree with her on. Uh, but she just wrote a, an op-ed and uh, discussed the uh, United States Postal Service, and she's trying to save it. And I'm like, okay, Kristen Gillerman, I'm with you. I'm all about it. And she gave, she talks about her, you know, she's a senator and a politician, so she has, you know, a three-step solution. And she talks about uh, the first part of her solution, uh, first part of her three-part solution for the post office would be for them to return to uh, provide basic banking services. I mean, okay, I like that. I like that plan. I, I, back in the back in the early days of the post office, it was a bank, right? Uh, they helped a lot of people. Uh, other than if you didn't have banks, you're able to go there. That puts you know the the big uh, the big cash or paycheck businesses are going to be against it. That's for sure. They talk about uh, it. Talked about uh, she her second part of her three initial plan is to eliminate the misguided pension and health care pre funding policy. Okay. Uh, you know, we could definitely look into some of that. And I say we, you know, when you put me on the board of governors. And uh, lastly, we're, she's talking about not, uh, you know, we need to uh, protect our, and she calls it a democracy. See, she gets into some things that I definitely disagree with. But uh, with public health experts and uh, everyone worried about the coronavirus, she wants to use, uh, you know, uh, Voting by mail. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know that I you know that I agree with that one. But uh, there are at least some people trying to save the post office. And remember, I gave you a plan on what to do with those blue mailboxes that are in the back lot of those postal services. We need to uh, charge municipalities, uh, lease them to cities, as uh, deposits for used masks and coronavirus gloves uh, all over the cities so that they're not people aren't just throwing them on the streets and becoming a health hazard. Uh, that would also increase our income. Uh, and then we can, uh, you know, hire some. Why don't we use the post office as part of our contact tracing people? Why are we hiring new people for that? Let them do it. They're already out there. Let them hire some more employees to build up the postal service as the people who are picking up the dirty gloves and masks, they could be part of the contact tracing crowd. Huh? I think I like it. Looking forward to our virtual happy hour tonight uh, on Zoom, 6 p.m. Central. Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, of course, uh, same Zoom channel, same Zoom time. Uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you and uh, seeing you. So if you uh, want to join us uh, tonight for our uh, virtual happy hour, the CTF virtual happy hour, uh, same thing, same way that you did it uh, before. If you joined us the, on the last one, and if you haven't, you can email. You still have time. If you're listening to this, you know, prior to 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can email for a link and uh, email chewingthefat at theblaze.com 
and I will, uh, I'll send you a link and, uh, we'll get you hooked up for that. And it's good news. Cause I really, I'm looking forward to seeing how you're holding up. How's it going? You're looking forward to going out. Are you going to, are you going to go to the malls? I mean, we talked yesterday or the day before or sometime in the past couple of days, whenever I, I think y'all get blurred together, uh, that the Simon property group, one of the biggest mall operators in the country is going to reopen 49 of his properties. Uh, they're going to be lifting, you know, states are lifting their restrictions. Now they're going to be, uh, doing a thing that I find, you know, we're back to contact tracing again. In their story, they talked about they're capping their occupancy at their malls to one person per 50 square feet. Now, I'm guessing that that's probably what they were at or even higher than what they were at prior to shutting down because uh, a lot of people weren't going to malls. But they're going to use the help to make that happen of one person per 50 square feet with the help of what they're calling traffic measurement technologies. Okay. Is that, uh, is that armed guards? Is that part of it? I have the traffic measurement techno technologist. Uh, you need to step aside, get out. And they're offering, remember we told you they're offering, you get uh, free masks, hand sanitizing products, free temperature check. So they're going to, uh, they're strongly encouraging everyone to wear face coverings and to keep their distance from one another. And in the story, weren't they doing this already? I mean, were they not? Simon staff will regularly sanitize areas like food court tables, escalators, doorknobs, and electronic directories. Hours will be for overnight cleaning. Were they not doing that already? All these places that are reopening, talking about staff regularly sanitizing areas. It kind of concerns me that they weren't doing that, if, if, or are they just telling us that they're doing it? like they did before. Yeah, yeah, we're cleaning it. It's kind of like the airlines, right? They only clean the plane once a month, really, maybe. Right? Other than that, they expect you to, you know, pick up after yourself. We've got, but they always had uh, Jose and Jose B uh, cleaning up in the food court. Right? You couldn't go into the food court without Jose or Jose B or, or Juanito coming by picking up the trays and emptying the trash. Uh, it's just who they were at the ball. Okay. I, I, I'm not, not picking anybody out in particular, but that's just who they were. Um, and, and Macy's had said, I, you know, we figured Macy's would be closed forever now. Right. But they said they're planning. Now I, I have a feeling this is Macy's wishful thinking. Of course, we're planning on reopening all of our 775 stores in the next six to eight weeks. Are you? are you planning at or are you planning on reopening a hundred couple hundred and the others are still in the works and will never be that way i don't know i don't know we did get some look uh we're already considering canceling things for next year for 2021 right i mean we've gone beyond thinking about uh, uh, the running of the Bulls and Oktoberfest. And, oh, speaking of Oktoberfest, let's take a side note. Uh, you know, the point was of that story that we were already canceling things into October. But for those of you that emailed me, 
Do you know Oktoberfest starts in September? It's not just in October. That wasn't the point. Okay. The point was is that we're already canceling things into October. Okay. Thank you. Uh, but Mardi Gras, the mayor of New Orleans, has already you know, said they're considering canceling next year. Wasn't she the defiant one for 2020? All right. Now blaming Trump for running, having Mardi Gras this year. Well, nobody gave me a definitive thing. Okay, thank you. And now we're already thinking about canceling next year. Great. But we did get great news today. And I'm for all the social media influencers out there, I know you're happy. Uh, Beverly Hills Council voted to resume cosmetic surgeries. So all social media influencers are excited. They'll be able, you'll be able to get your lip service and you'll be able to get your butt service and you'll be able to get your your scrapings and your cleanings and you'll be all back to normal, no problem. So good news, good news. I need a drink of Coca-Cola Zero, I'll tell you that again. I know it's headlines and Fat Pile Friday and we'll get to the Fat Pile, I know, we'll get to it, but I'm a little parched. Oh my gosh. You have no idea how good that is. This is so, so good. Remember to uh, subscribe to a Chewing the Fat, this very podcast that you're listening to right now. If you're listening to it on Blaze Radio Network or on whatever other network is, you know, stealing this broadcast for free. Uh, there's plenty more that happens after you listen to it on the Blaze Radio Network. So subscribe to chewing the fat and you'll hear it all and get you will you get all the fat not just the love handles you get all the fat right now you're just listening to the belly fat all right if you're a subscriber you get the love handles yeah yeah i know i know that's as exciting as it gets right there baby <laughs> be ready for the dave rubin interview uh, I interview uh, Dave Rubin about his uh, new book and his uh, very own living, his uh, very own America dream uh, this Saturday on Chewing the Fat as well. And tonight, join us for the uh, CTF Virtual Happy Hour. And uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you and talking to you on the Virtual Happy Hour as well. Headlines. Let's see what we've got here. I mean, we just I've just got a ton of headlines. This story's been uh, in the pile for a while. The Romans invented recycling. I mean, we're going to have to go back and look. I'm going to have to go back and start reading all the all the history books about Rome and the, the great Roman empires because I learned this week that they invented recycling. Excavations at Pompeii show that uh, mounds of rubbish piled outside the city walls were collected, sorted, and resold. Okay, I get that the, we found the mounds of rubbish piled up outside the city walls. I'd like to know how we figured out that they were being resold and sorted, and you know. But okay, I get that. And we also found out this week that the Roman Empire, the ancient Romans, had burgers. They found an ancient burger recipe. So the Romans, I guess, were stopping off at the, uh, you know, at the empire's uh, burger joint, and uh, and having a burger. So that's that's good to know as well. I guess. Uh, 
Oh, we talked a little bit. I talked a little bit about this on uh, Chewing the Fat on Pat in the middle of the week where Belgians are being urged to eat fries twice a week because uh, they have a huge stash of uh, surplus of potatoes. But they're not giving any deals. They're just saying, hey, eat fries twice a week. Why not have buy one, get one? Why not tell people you get some free potatoes? Throw a little bit of extra in there for me. I'll have some more fries. I mean, I'm not going to have extra fries unless I get them for free. No, really. I mean that with every, you're not going to, you're not going to force me to have extra fries unless I get them for free. The uh, U.S. Supreme Court, oh, I don't care about the Supreme Court, who cares about that? Uh, YouTube launching their digital film festival. Yay! 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 Uh, Dad approved heavy equipment maker Caterpillar reported a 21% drop in sales. Well, duh. I mean, uh, their production facilities and operating facilities, I mean, all of that is, there's still construction going on. I see the builders out still building apartment complexes in uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. And I see when I, you know, when I, when I do venture out of the bunker, which is very rare, but I have ventured out a couple of times. And I see some workers still building houses uh, in the in the Metroplex. It's kind of strange seeing it, but I guess they're all keeping their, you know, social distancing. And you build that room and I'll build over here. And if the wood we're carrying into the house is shorter than six feet, we'll have to, we won't be able to carry it. You're going to have to carry it by yourself. I can't help you. Sorry. That's just the way it is. Um, Southwest Airlines reported their first loss uh, since 2011. Well, yeah, duh. We'll get to the TSA numbers and uh, when we do the coronavirus segment, but all the airlines are struggling, right? I mean, they they're ready to shut down, and we talked about that the other day, where they're going uh, they're going on every other day. We're not going to even fly every day now. Okay. Uh, hotels are selling credits. Uh, please, please, we'll give you great deals. Just come and say you're going to come and for future stays. We'll give you big deals. This is for you, Chris. You should start doing this. Just get your rooms booked in the, in the future. Get them now. Get them now while you can. Otherwise, they're going away. Have a nice day. I don't stay in hotels. I go to uh, Airbnb. Those are way better because I can rent a whole house for the price of one hotel room. Out of the coronavirus days, you're going to want people cleaning the rooms, making sure they're clean. They are making sure uh, that the rooms are uh, clean. That's why Airbnb has not taken a hit. Uh-huh. Oh, they have not? I bet nope. they have. No, they have not. That could not be true. Okay. That could not be true. Okay. That be true. I mean, because... There's no way. We're, there's no way. I, wa- I want that to be proven to me because there's no way that people are still using Airbnb because nobody's traveling. How can you? How can you still be good if nobody's traveling? Uh, oh, this is their latest tweet. A reminder to the all frontline responders: you can find a place to stay. Yeah, you know, it doesn't sound like they're doing good. A bargain with the devil. Uh, oh, yeah, because they've been in trouble. Uh, it was supposed to be a banner year. Then the pandemic hit. Yeah, they are not doing well at all. That's a 
first two the, the very first headline. It was supposed to be a banner year. Oh, that does not bode well for the they're still doing fine. <laughs> Let's look at the coronavirus numbers for today as of this, as of this recording. Uh, you're looking at uh, worldwide 3,333,000. No, it was 3,333,929. Just make sure I read that right. Uh, total cases worldwide. Total deaths, 235,175 as of this recording. The USA is uh, 1,099,000. 270. So we'll be, you know, a million, a hundred thousand. It's going to be insane. We have, uh, wow. Holy cow. Uh, we have a total of 63,972 total deaths in the USA. But new deaths is, and I say this only with the sad face, 116. So that's going down. Uh, China. Uh, still hanging in there, under 83,000 uh, total cases. Uh, they added 12 uh, new cases. Yesterday. So they just keep adding, but the, the goal is to keep it under, <laughs> under 83,000. I don't know that they can get hit that goal of keeping it under 83,000, but they did keep it under 83,000 for the month of April. So now that we're into May, uh, maybe they keep it under there as, as fast, as much, as much as they can. Uh, as much as they can, because there's still there's no way they have there no way cracking five thousand deaths. There are four thousand six hundred and thirty-three. So that's uh, you know, that's good news. Good news. China's still hanging in there. Tough. Uh, TSA checkpoint travel numbers yesterday. Wow, going way back up. We're at one hundred and fifty-four thousand six hundred and ninety-five going through the TSA checkpoint. That's up dramatically. That's the biggest number since. Wow, since 154,000 goes all the way back to the end of March. Uh, the end of March is when it started really, really tanking. Well, I mean, it started really tanking at the midway point of March, right? But still, that last weekend, that last weekend that we all knew it was going to go into lockdown, that Friday the 13th. So that last weekend, uh, 1,700,000. 1,400,000, almost 500,000, 1,500,000. And then that Monday, 1,257,000, and then 900,000, 700,000, 600,000, 500,000, 300, 200. Wow. I mean, it just dropped. Boom. Then you were back down below 100,000 that first week of April. And they have not, you know, the lowest was. Well, that's 80, 80, 87,000 was the lowest on the 14th of April. And then it slowly kind of creeped around 90. But we're back up to 154. So that gradual opening up may be helping uh, save them a little bit. That's good. Good. Uh, we have uh, facial ID. Doesn't work when you're wearing a mask. But thankfully, uh, Apple is addressing that. Uh, and I, and I, mean, I want them to. I, I want them to address that. What they're doing, though, is they really aren't addre addressing it. They're just making it easier and quicker to get into your phone, right? Instead, now, 
if you have the face the facial ID, then it goes through a whole thing of it can't recognize you and it starts shaking and vibrating and it can't recognize you and you go through this whole process and then it finally says, type in your password. Uh, so now Apple is making it so you get like one shot at the facial ID and then you type in your password. Okay, well, thank you. I mean, I like that better than we're working on, we're going to laser your eyeballs into your Apple phone. We're going to know exactly who you are. That's probably, that's probably going to come next. So, I mean, they're letting, they're making people wear masks in banks. Are you kidding me? We spent years telling people they couldn't wear masks in banks and now go ahead. Yeah, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Would you find? Stop it. I think, you know, for the, there's a story today talking about uh, a Japanese, I was going to save this for the podcast. But uh, it's too fascinating. And I think that they're doing what I told the zoos to do. Let's get the, start do, getting people in there. We had the zoo for the, for the Zoom, uh, for our Zoom meeting last time, for our virtual happy hour. And I don't know if any, you know, we'll, we'll try to get a hold of zoos now. But a Japanese aquarium uh, wants people to uh, video call its lonely eels. So you could video call its eels. We may do that. On the uh, on our virtual happy hour tonight, we may call the Japanese uh, the Japanese aquarium and see if we can, you know, maybe have a slight conversation with the the eels. You know, you never never really know. Uh, LGBT owned restaurant uh, using drag queens to bring food orders to cars during coronavirus. Uh, so, you know, I'm all, I'm okay with that. By Could the way, I feel that you are once again ignoring the big, big news out there. Am I? Yes. Am I? The five airlines are now demanding that passengers must wear face masks. They're demanding that now? Yep. Five companies. Just like the cities. I mean, all, there's plenty of municipalities and uh, cities that are, you know, local municipalities that are saying you have to wear masks. Yep. So, on Monday, JetBlue became the first major airline to say that passengers must wear a covering of their nose and mouth throughout their journey. And then last night, Delta, American, United, and Frontier have also said Passengers must wear covering of their must. nose. It's mandatory. Yep. Are they going to provide me with the mask if I don't have one, or do I just get shot in the head? It doesn't say about provided, but I believe it says you will get shot in the head. But you uh, will get shot if I if I walk. I mean, I don't even know if they'll let you walk down the the runway. To I don't the plane think so. If you I don't, don't have a mask so. on. I don't think. But if you do and you make it to the plane and they realize you don't have a mask, shot in the head. Yes. And Senator Markey tweeted, every person who flies during COVID-19 should be required to wear face masks during the flight. We cannot rely on individuals airline policy. So this came from up and then now everybody is like, okay. JetBlue, Delta, American United, and Frontier has said, okay, you have to wear some kind of covering of your nose and mouth while you're traveling. I don't see uh, Spirit, a.k.a. Flintstone Airlines, like you call it, 
you know, bending the knee to the masses. They will though. Oh, they will because they're going to get they're going to get they're going to get fire for not doing it. If they if they don't step to pretty soon within within the next few hours, they're going to get they're going to get hammered for not doing it because they're the uh, they're the airline of the poor. What? They're the airline oh, hell of the no. people who don't oh, have Oh, you better be careful there with and Jeff so, Bezos. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Airline I, that, of the poor? That's what they're known as. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's what they're known as. The airline of the poor, the airline of the, you know, your people. And they're going to be, they're going to be hammered for not letting them wear masks. Guaranteed. <laughs> but same thing is going to happen with spirit, though. If you walk down that, the gallery. And you make it to the plane, and then you don't have a mask. Or a bullet. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. So I want to continue just a little bit more about the airlines making me wear masks. All right. So uh, I'm really uh, there. These stores and uh places of business that are requiring me to wear a mask i can't shop at your particular business i can't you don't want my money if i'm not wearing a mask uh and i guess you know in a free market system that's good for you fine whatever uh the airlines they walk that line of uh free market but they are you know we pretty much prop them up and by we, I mean the taxpayers pretty prop, you know, prop them up. So when they start demanding things, it uh, kind of irks me. But their rule was, right, they're saying that we have to wear masks, you know, other than spirit, the, you know, down there in Terminal E. Nobody cares about Terminal E. We only care about Terminal A, where the homeless people are. Uh, <laughs> the uh, They... They also are telling you that you have to wear it through the whole process, right? Yes. It's not just on the plane. No, not just on the plane. So, ahead. What happens now is you pull in the parking lot, you don't have a mask on, they shoot you in the head. Yes, yes. So they, you have to wear it during checking, boarding, flight, and departing. Deplaning, wow. sorry. Deplaning. Now, the problem right. I have with that is that I check in on my phone at home. So before I open my phone... Yes, Do you I have to put your mask on. Mask on. So that means that, you know, I still haven't gotten the update from Apple, so I'm going to be a little bit late checking in oh, no. because my Apple you phone. You have to go through the whole process. go through the whole process yeah. of, you know, oh, try again. Oh, try again. Would you like to unlock with passcode? Oh, crap. I don't remember yes, my passcode. So, and then I click on the app, and it's going to probably ask me, are you wearing the mask as you are checking in? Yeah. And if I hit no, then... Oh, they're just gonna know though, because you're gonna you're gonna already have opted into the contact tracing app. Oh, and they're just gonna know. They're, they're just gonna just know. gonna okay, know. Okay. And then you're not you'll get the knock if you're not wearing it. You're right. Yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna check in without my mask. Maybe you don't even get the knock. Maybe you just get the bullet. Ooh, smart bullets. You know, the knock. The knock gives you too much warning. If you think you're, you're smarty pants, Mister, I'm gonna check in without a that mask. I'll show them. That is you true. Don't even, if you hear the. Oh my gosh, and then you pull up the mask, try to save your life by then, it's too late. Now, can I check in like this where I just have a t shirt 
and put it above my nose and mouth, can I do that? I think so. Okay. I think that constitutes a mask. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So Especially, now you know, know, as long as you're in the house. If you're outside of the house, ooh. I think Wait, that's questionable. That that's changed? questionable outside of the house. That changed? Because I thought that was still good. You just have to have something covering your nose and mouth. Yeah, but there's got to be something, a separate thing, right? It can't be, it'd be just pulling up a T-shirt. Oh, you mean like putting a, another T-shirt, not the T-shirt I have yeah. on right yeah. now. If you pull the T-shirt up, you're wearing it, you know, your belly's hanging out. Nobody wants well, to see that. My shirts are long shirts. They're not. Yeah, nobody wants to see your belly hanging out. You pull it up all far like it's a mask. Okay. I don't know how you pull up. start pulling up your pants. They can't reach. They can only reach just, you know, to your chin. It's okay. not really a full cover. Okay. Like, there's no way my pants are hitting my chin. But for some people, you can pull them up <laughs> to your chin. If they're sweatpants, if they're stretchy. Oh, yeah. If they're stretchy. Sweatpants goes all the way to the, to the top of the head. It just And then you just <laughs> seal it up, you know, pull that cord really nice and tight. And you go, hey, I'm checking in. We may have to get into this story next week. I, I, I'm reading the headline now, and I'm just as you're as we're talking, I'm reading another story. Okay, and it's, it's way. I mean, I was like, "Holy cow! I've got to get into the story." Brazilian mystics say they're sent by aliens to jumpstart human evolution. So I'm in the uh, the members of the religion known as the Valley of the Dawn. <laughs> gather in silence at a temple outside the Brazilian capital. They come from around the world to synchronize their spiritual energies. Oh, man, how come I am not part of the Valley of the Dawn? Valley of the Dawn adherents manipulate cosmic energies to heal themselves and others. They describe themselves as members of a spiritual tribe called the Jaguars. The Jaguars are, they might call themselves Jaguars. I don't know. Jaguars. Jaguars? Who are, jag, no, Jaguars. Okay. Who are reincarnated descendants of highly advanced extraterrestrials sent by God some 32,000 years ago to jumpstart human evolution. I'm in. I don't know why you wow. keep reading because I'm in. You already but, got me at Dubai. Buy in. Oh, no. I know, but. But. Okay. The ceremony. Uh huh. Postponed because of coronavirus. Oh, no. I know. Wait, are I you know, telling me that the, the Valley gods, of the Dawn members are pissed? Are you telling me that the gods that send these people down here to, you know, jumpstart the evolution did not see this yes. coming? They well, did not see COVID 19 coming? It's, they are this year, this year, Valley of the Dawn members who believe their spiritual force field could really help in this global crisis. Yeah, they're pissed. All I'm they're saying, saying is, if, canceling us. look, if they, how, if you say, "Hey, Valley of the Dawn," okay, you can't get together. You can't get together. Sorry, your little, your little party to synchronize your spiritual energies can't happen. Don't they just show up anyway? Yeah, and by the way, if, if I'm part of the Valley of the Dawn, I just show up. Well, not just that. If I'm, if I'm part of the Valley of the Dawn, I feel that my gods let me down. They should have seen this coming. Well, they're saying, well, even if they didn't see it coming, they're, they're able to help. That's their, their force field, their spiritual force field will help in their time of need. True. That's what they're saying. Don't cancel us. 
I mean, we have salon owners that are saying, no, I'm going to open. We have tattoo parlors that are saying, no, I'm going to open. I've, this band cannot hold me. And the Valley of the Dawn people are taking it? No. You, know, just, they need you, also, just have, you also have the wine bar in California that's saying, open. I'm open. So Okay. Right, let's, come on in. All right. I'm, in. The, I'm back The Valley in. of the Dawn people are, are, are giving up? No, they need, to, they need to make this happen. I feel like they need a new leader. Thank you. They need a new leader and a new doctrine to follow, especially during these hard times of COVID-19. Thank you. Plus, you know, just as a side note, while I'm thinking of synchronizing my spiritual energy, uh, <laughs> one of the things that has spirit, that has uh, synchronized my spiritual energy is Relief Factor. And I'm out of a Relief Factor right oh, now. Oh, no. I have a case. Would you like and, to? Uh, I have actually noticed... Oh, uh, wow. For a long time, I started taking Relief Factor, and I thought, eh, and you I, have and you have a fascinating Relief Factor story. I do. Yes. Which one is that? When it synchronized my spiritual energy. That I believe I don't know if you talked about it yes yet, but that Relief Factor may have saved your life. Oh yeah, I, I think I did. I think I have talked about that. Yeah, before. you did. You talked about it with the guys from Relief Factor. Okay. Yeah. 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 So this is not a paid advertisement. No. It should be. Uh, I'm just saying that I'm out of relief factor. You know, if you could drop some off the house, that'd be, Who? that'd be great. I'm talking to you. Oh, me. Now now you address me. Now you want me to make me feel appreciated and, you know, respected. I no, I do not want that. I just want you to drop off some relief factor. Only if you make me feel appreciated. Hey, Chris, did I tell you that I ordered some Relief Factor to be delivered to the house? Oh, you did? Yeah. Nice. They were supposed to drop it off. I don't know who's going to drop it off, but somebody's going to drop it off. We just went to relieffactor.com. So, I mean, if you have some extra you want to drop it off, you go ahead. But. Oh, I have extras, but you know, I'm scared of the shortage of 2020, so I have to yeah. save everything. So, yeah. I was waiting for my order to come in. Good. So, Good. No big deal. Relieffactor.com. 1995. Three weeks. Start no big deal. Order the you know, I don't want this to I do not. I want to be clear about this. I do not want this to happen during our virtual happy hour today. What? I do not want this to happen. And if you're listening to this after our virtual happy hour, uh, think to yourself, boy, I hope that didn't happen. I'll have to go watch it on the Chewing the Fat YouTube channel. And see if it actually happened. But uh, a, a man uh, was doing uh, a, his uh, his live hit, his newscaster, as a mm -hmm. newscaster. And uh, this naked woman walks by in the back, way in the background of his, <laughs> of his newscaster. That's not so bad, except that uh, it's not it's not the girlfriend. Oh. Oh! So, oh, baby! Oh. So, did I not tell you that I was doing my life? in the freaking room? Did I not tell you that? There's a reason you're not my girlfriend, okay? You know, that makes me think of the newscaster female that was doing the news from the house and she was doing a tour of her home and she goes into the bathroom and there's back there hubby 
taking a yeah. shower butt naked. Shower. Yeah. Have we like lost the ability to have common sense? <laughs> I mean, we think it was her husband, right? Well, yes, yes. Everybody made the assumption yeah, no, that it's her husband. I know that's what it was reported. It was reported that uh, was her husband. You know, I don't believe everything I read. So Can I quote possible, you on that? Yes, yes, can you I can. Can I quote you on that? You don't yeah. believe everything you read. No, no, I do not. Especially when they're trying to tell me, no, no, no. That was my husband naked in the shower behind me. Okay. Okay, because if I get busted uh-huh. with someone naked in the shower behind me on a live stream, I can guarantee it's my wife. I can guarantee I'm telling you it's my wife. There's no... Wait, no Amber looks a little bit taller than usual. Yeah, no, it's just it's the angle. It's the way the light hits the shower. Does that doors. also... Does the angle also changes her hair color? Yeah, so the lighting comes in. And her skin the... color. She looks like <laughs> in a little bit darker than usual. <laughs> lighting. The lighting, the way okay. the light comes through there, okay. and the way we have the the fan on and the bathroom okay. and everything, just a it's the fan is blurring the shots. Oh, so, okay. You know, you know how fans affect video. No. So no, no, you don't. I love that. I told you to stay in the room. What are you doing? I just got thirsty. I had to come out. Then come put on. some clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's fantastic. So listen, I don't want that. My point is, I do not want that to happen. I do want. I don't want scantily clad women walking back and forth behind some of the people that we have on our Zoom call tonight. Talking to you, Don. Talking to you, honey. I do not want that to happen. I want that to be very clear. You know, if it happens, you can't you can't stop it, right? I mean, it's gonna. Gonna have to look. (laughs) (laughs) Be there. Part of the deal. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Hey, have a good weekend, and uh, thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. (laughs) 